1: Inside Sources, Inside, Inside Sources, where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Here's our host, Boyd Matheson on KSL News Radio.
0: Welcome back to Inside Sources. This is Taylor Morgan. I'm joined by my co-host, Mara Carabello, filling in today for Boyd Matheson. Mara, I'm very excited about our guest this segment. We have with us now, joining Inside Sources from the Utah State Capitol, Speaker Brad Wilson the best-dressed man in Utah politics, as I like to say. Uh, (laughs) Speaker Wilson, uh, welcome to the program. And first of all, can you tell us how the session is going so far? And then we want to get to water and and what you and your colleagues are doing uh, when it comes uh, to water and the Great Salt Lake.
1: Yeah, It's good to be with both of you. uh, And uh, we're off to a a fast uh, start up here, (laughs) a shotgun start. Uh, a lot of uh, important uh, bills moving through the legislature right now, as you probably can tell, and, and there's a lot of energy up here. Actually, a lot of really positive energy. So we're we're feeling good about it. I had some lawmakers in my office today, just telling me how how optimistic they are about the important things we're doing this session.
2: Yeah, it does. Speaker seem like an un- we we've commented. It's been an yeah. unusually quick start, um, and it started unusually so with some hot hot issues. Sometimes, I don't know if it's intentional or not, but sometimes those delay a little, but you started with some hot issues. Uh, I I suspect some of it too is um, we come into the session, we hear there's some surpluses and some money. And what I hear over and over from lawmakers is that actually sometimes the more revenue, the more complex and challenging the session could be. Is is that true for you?
1: It's a hundred percent true. It's there's a lot of simplicity when there's not uh, new money. Uh, the answer for everyone is the same: uh, it's no. Right. But when there's, <laughs> but when there's revenue growth and surplus money, uh, it's much more difficult to decide which um, priorities and which initiatives and, and policy objectives uh, you know get the get to the front of the line and. And trust me, we've got plenty of people with lots of ideas right now on how to how to do it.
2: (laughs) So one of the biggest issues going into this session um, that you've actually led on and that we've heard from voters is the issue of water. Uh, We've talked a ton about the drought. Uh, I want to talk about the Great Salt Lake, but I'd love you to also walk us through some other bills that you see coming up. But let's stay with the topic we hear so much about Great Salt Lake. Uh, What this has been an issue that you have flagged personally and championed. What are you looking for? Uh, what kind of legislation will we see coming up?
1: Yeah, if it's okay, Mara, I just would really quick like to just talk about water kind of statewide. This is an issue that uh, everywhere I go, uh, people want to talk about. Five years ago, that wasn't the case. And everyone has a high degree of uh, understanding that this is something that affects them. It affects the ability for our state to continue to grow. I think people are worried that if we don't solve our water problems long term, that um, the ability for kids and grandkids to live here becomes constrained and may not happen. And and they're also worried about how this affects quality of life. Um, you know, so, so those are things that... Uh, I think are weighing on Utahns right now and uh, surely are weighing on policymakers as the fastest growing state in the country and the second driest state in the country try to navigate this. But uh, specifically, your question about the Great Salt Lake, uh, there's some really great news that uh, I will share, which is uh, the lake hit its lowest point uh, in recorded history last fall. That's not the good news. The good news is that uh, we're a foot higher than that now, with all this precipitation that we've seen, and that doesn't sound like a lot. That is a lot of water. A lot of water. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And so, but we've uh, got—I don't know—we'd love to have another four or five feet uh, in the short term uh, to to help address that, and our short-term issues would be, you know, uh, less less concerning. So. And that's not going to happen just by chance. We're going to have to lean into that from a policy standpoint. And so there's a lot of policy levers that we're trying to pull this session to help uh, address it. Let me just talk about a couple of them if we have time. That'd be great. Uh, one, is, one is something called Utah Waterways. This is a, a bill that we'll be running to create a framework for the state uh, to coordinate with a nonprofit that will stand up called Utah Waterways that uh, does everything from a very clear and consistent public messaging campaign on how all of us can play a part in helping with our water needs in the state. Uh, This organization will coordinate conservation grants across the state uh, with different programs. So citizens and industry have this sort of one-stop shop that they can go to to help them help us with our water needs. And it will also be a place where, um, interestingly enough, a lot of Utahns and businesses want to contribute to this financially or otherwise to help Mm -hmm. us with our water needs. And this can help. This group will help facilitate that.
2: A gun in the face.
0: Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today.
2: Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela.
0: They said, you need to...
2: or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Um, We are um, in the process right now, just to kind of shift gears a a little bit. um, We're in the process of running a bill. Representative Snyder is creating um, a, uh, a commission and that will cr- work with the state engineer and uh, work on the Bear River and the Columbia River. Uh, the Bear River is the primary river that supplies the Great Salt Lake. And it uh, this bill restructures some of the ways that the management of the water compacts related to the Bear River work uh, with the idea of making sure we're maximizing the amount of water that goes through the Bear down to the Great Salt Lake. From kind of the user standpoint, uh, we have a lot of people that are wanting to do things differently with landscaping so we've yeah. got a couple of bills that are going to deal with that and uh, f- additional funding for programs that we already have in place for people to flip their strip and also to install water efficient uh, landscaping pro- uh, landscaping in their businesses and at homes and things like that so Lots of things going on with water, uh, for sure.
2: So, Speaker, one of the things I wanted to ask you about was something I actually heard you say on KSL a couple of months ago, and I thought it was just straightforward and insightful. And you were asked the question about conservation and where we're going as the growing state, and you just said very directly, "Hey, we got to change a little. You know, we we have to change what we do in our yards and and uh, how we think about water." But I've also found that those changes are pretty palatable. like great I, like I, you can change your landscaping to be less lawn, but it can still be really pretty and green. so i I know you've been a proponent of that. We're changing. Uh, how did you get to this philosophy? What would you say to citizens who are you know worried about not you know not having old Utah? I think this is a way to keep Utah the way it was. What do you think?
1: Yeah, well, in reality, what we're asking people to do is think about landscaping Utah the way our pioneer ancestors did sure, in some ways. Yeah. And and they acted like they lived in the second driest state in the country because they did. We haven't had to do that because of all the water infrastructure that was built primarily by the federal government for us. Uh, And the ability to build that prospectively is just not, we can't keep doing that, right? Because there's not enough water to put in new Mm. dams and reservoirs and things. So we've got to recognize that we are in a, a desert state, a high desert state, and you can still have a beautiful yard. You can still have a functional yard with some grass. But uh, you can't uh, plant your whole yard in grass if you're not going to use it. Uh, It's not a good use of water. And uh, it's just going to take a different paradigm. Here's the great news, though. The development community, cities are figuring this out. Home builders are already kind of out in front of this with new homes. And uh, we're seeing a pretty quick change of paradigm in terms of how new development is happening with water-wise landscaping. The challenge we've got. Is those of us that put our yards in over the last 30 years. Uh, We've got to figure maybe something out over time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Speaker Brad Wilson, thank you so much for joining us uh, from Utah's Capitol Hill. Uh, We appreciate uh, your insight, and we look forward to having you back very soon. Hang in there. Thank you. Mara, coming up next, you and I are going to have a fight over Halloween. Stick around, listeners, here on Inside Sources. That is coming up next.